0: Welcome, real estate agent superstars here we are with our special guest bo pollard of nav real estate he is a top producer in the market he's joining us to share some of his wisdom welcome to the show bo appreciate it
1: thank you thank you so much for having me glad to be on here absolutely
0: so tell us a little bit more about yourself what's what's your background where are you from colorado originally
1: no i'm not i grew up in virginia um and like a lot of people who moved to our lovely state, came out here for the mountains. And um, yeah, so grew up in Virginia, went to college in North Carolina at Appalachian State, uh, majored in industrial design, which uh, Uh looking back on it actually really helped me for real estate. Um, The whole... <clears throat> the whole thing with design uh, products, you're, you're solving problems. So in real estate, I think that's, uh, if you're good at problem solving, you're, you're going to be a good agent a lot of times. Um, but yeah, I kind of lived all over after, after college, I worked in China for six months. I lived in Europe for a couple months, uh, came back and, um, eventually moved out to Colorado and uh moved up to keystone did the ski bum thing for a little while and then decided nice. to, to pick back up on my career um which okay. really is how uh kind of got led to where i am now i went in to get a gym membership uh and my now business partner um his name is matt rosenfeld he's our employee broker here he was a fitness manager at 24-hour fitness and um I didn't have a job at the time I was, I was looking for a job and he offered me a personal training job, which was really my first, um, kind of jumping in on sales. Uh, personal training is, is very much a sales position, I think, um, And, and it's interesting because with personal training, you're not selling a tangible product. You're selling the idea of, of fitness and health. Uh, someone comes to you, they, they have a goal, they want to lose 20 pounds or whatever. Um, you're not selling them you know, an iPhone or something like that where you can, you can show it to them, right? They kind of have to imagine it, which I think really translates to real estate. Yes, we have a house that's kind of the final product they want to be in. But in real estate, you're selling yourself kind of right you're selling that like mm-hmm. hey trust me I'm selling much tr- the trust in me uh, to help you get to your goal of being a homeowner right and um, doing all the things along the way so yeah, became a personal trainer for about ten months. Uh, sold a ton of fitness. Uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the side of uh, of helping people. Right. Mm-hmm. It was uh, very different than than my previous jobs of of helping you know my boss meet the deadlines or whatever it was. Um, so went back into design after that for a couple years, um, and then the I I think I had a knack for sales and just building rapport with people and um, I was working at a company and I thought it was my, my dream job and in the meantime, uh, Matt had started doing real estate and every time I, we were hanging out and stuff, he was, he was one of my first friends and only friends in Denver. We would hang out a lot. And he was always like, Hey man, you should come, come check out real estate. It's a lot of fun. I was seeing the success he was having, right? He, he was driving a, a certain type of car. Next thing I know, he's got a nicer car and and he's buying a house and I'm like, okay, this, this is cool. So, you know, I'm making those goals mm-hmm. for myself working the, the job that I have. And, um, my uh what i was doing was was not a lot of fun um but i was at an awesome company and i went to a happy hour one day and sat across from the new business development uh person at at the company and they were getting a uh, a job change within the company they were actually going to become one of the partners at the company so they weren't going to be doing new business development anymore um and they were trying to hire within the company. And she, she sat there, had a conversation with me. I never thought in a million years that she was going to say, Hey, come interview. Like we, I think you'd be a good fit for the job. Like, you know, what I know of you, I know you have a little bit of sales background, that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. I said, okay. And, uh, long story short, I went and, um, Talked with one of the other partners of the company. Uh, my boss found out about it, and she she fired me the next day. And so did an interview for that position. Um, in tears, I walked out to my car with my little box full of stuff, and uh, and I called Matt, and I was like, "Hey man, uh, just got let go from my job. Uh, can I come check out? You know what you're doing?" So I drove straight no, there. Now's the time, yeah. So this was uh, twenty sixteen. Um, I drove straight there. I sat down with the two owners of the company. Uh, kind of told them my story, uh, what I was, what I was looking to do, you know, in my career at that point in my life, and um, they said, yeah, you know, get your coursework become a realtor. And I think I had my first closing like 60 days after that, right? I think it took me three three weeks or so to pass my tests. Um, they had an onboarding program. Um, and then uh, it's funny, I, I joke about this a lot now, but not being from Colorado, I didn't really have a sphere. So uh, they were one of the first kind of big partners with Zillow in Denver. So I was able to get turned on to a lead source very quickly. And back... Back in the day, uh, the the Zillow leads were a, a little bit more difficult than they are today, uh, so I was making a lot more calls uh, and kind of hitting the phones. Um, and at the time, I had basically no money to my name. I, I remember I would like just got out of a relationship, and it was kind of like that rock, rock bottom feeling um, when I did get let go from my job, um, which looking back is like, maybe the best thing that ever happened to me, uh, you know, I saw, uh, saw this in a TV show one time, but it was like Vince Vaughn and he's talking about, there's like this, these moments you have in your life where there's like your life before this moment, then there's your life after this moment. Right. And for me, yeah. that's, that's when I started my new life after that moment of like, you know, I don't have any family out here to rely on. I don't, all I have is my friends that, you know, the people I know and, And myself, right? I, I, I had to really like, kind of dig deep, and and the other thing that happened on top of this, I'll never forget. Like, so I had this 130 pound dog at the time, and I was living in an apartment, and the apartment above me flooded, and they had to rip out all the walls and ceiling in my apartment. But I couldn't go stay with someone because I had my huge dog, and I couldn't be like, hey, here's me and my dog to like. Mm hang out so I had to stay in the apartment and I was studying for my test I remember it was like 2am and there's this big dehumidifier next to me and like I'm like am I about to like move home? Like, is this it? Am I about to give up? And I did not luckily. Um, and then for the first six months I didn't take a single day off of real estate. I was in the office every morning at 8am and I left a lot of times at midnight. Um, one of my, one of my great friends who, who works with us now, his name is Kyle and he, uh, him and I were there all day, every day making calls and just grinding as hard as we could. Um, and I think I closed um, fifteen deals in my first six months, uh, and it took me, it, you know, it took me a, f- a little while to get started. But once I kind of got the hang of it, and I, I, I will be the first to say I had no idea what I was doing, uh, but I was working hard, right? And I was, I was getting out there. I was showing people. I was writing contracts. I and, and during that time, I, I had some buyers that I would offer on like. 10 or 15 properties. Cause the leads we were getting were Chaffa buyers, FHA, they were all, you know, kind of in the outskirts of Denver. Um, not anyone who had bought a house before by any means. And it was, it was tough. Uh, we were losing a lot of offers. Uh, it was very competitive market. Um, this would, this would have been in like the spring of, of 2017. Um, but, but looking back like that, I think made me a a good agent. Right. Um, and it made, made things happen in a way that like the, these people that I were working with, like they needed a house. They really needed to buy a house. Um, they weren't someone who were like moving up or that sort of thing, or, or someone who had things figured out. Like, like I was, I was coaching these people on, uh, you know, financing everything, right. They didn't know anything about buying. Um, and I didn't either, which was the funny part, but, um, uh, you know, most of those people, um, that are, are pretty much all of them are still in those homes. They're still super happy. Um, but I, I learned a lot during that time. Um, yeah, and, and and I do account a lot of it to uh, the lead relationship that we have or had at the time with Zillow, and now we still have that relationship to this day, right? I've always kind of fueled my business with Zillow um, and those leads. We've tried all sorts of all sorts of different type of lead sources, um, but at the end of the day, Zillow has got it figured out, and they have the most traffic of any other you know home search website in the united states and um you know uh, one thing that i i kind of mentioned the zillow leads were a little bit tougher back then um so zillow leads came in as a text message and then you had to reach out to that person to get them on the phone, uh, to, uh, you know, we would call, text, email, send a bomb bomb video, uh, immediately. And, you know, we were closing at like 3%. So uh, we were making a ton of calls, you know, getting face to face of it. You know, if I closed 15 people, I was making thousands of calls. Uh, and that's, that's what, that's what we did. And,
0: you'd have to call to get 15 deals in six months. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I did, I did have a couple friends that I helped by. Um, it's funny looking back now, all my friends sell real estate. So even nowadays, it's really tough to, to help a friend buy a house because, because they have the real estate license and they work with us. So, uh, it's, right. it's awesome in that I get to work with my best friends here. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. tough that, um, uh, I've got to look elsewhere for referrals and and now I do run mostly a referral business. Um, but any time that I'm having uh, you know, a slow, you know, I think that referral business is always kind of like a roller coaster. You know, you're busy at times, you know, in the spring, especially getting calls from referrals all the time. But in the fall, it's it's when I'm relying on things like Zillow to fuel my business to keep keep a steady business going year round. Um so, so went from those text messages to now, now Zillow's, you know, it's a hot transfer. It's someone on the phone that wants to go see a property. Um, and it's really, really been a game changer, but a, a lot of our agents now don't, they don't know what it used to be like. It used to be a lot, a lot tougher than it is nowadays to, uh, to get a closing from, from Zillow or just, you know, to connect with someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for people that are getting leads out there, you, you still think it's a viable way to build your business?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think for someone starting out, I mean, maybe if you grew up, so take Denver, for example, if you grew up here, you have a huge network, um, you know, you, you can build a sphere of business. Absolutely. Are you going to have a closing in your first, you know, 60 days? Probably not, right? It's going to take you months and months to to build that pipeline. Um, I think one thing that's tough too is, you know, everyone that you're going to help buy a house or help sell a house, they they know when you started doing real estate, right? So they're going to watch you. They're going to, they're going to monitor your social media. They're going to talk to you and ask how your business is going. But I don't think anyone's going to jump at, Hey, you want to sell my house? You know, if you're two weeks into, to having your real estate license, right? They want to see that you've done transactions. You know what you're doing. You're going to be good at the job. Uh, whereas a Zillow lead, they, or, or any type of lead, right? They're not going to know how long you've been in the industry um, or, you know, and maybe that doesn't matter. Right. But um, I think, you know, in terms of getting that referral business I've seen in the past and even with my own business, and I've had people tell me that like, Hey, we were going to use you, but we knew you were two months in. So we went with someone who, who we thought was an expert in our neighborhood. Um, so I think that that poses a little bit more difficulty, but the, the thing that I always drive home with Zillow Leads is like, if you're starting a business, go on, get like, what better way to to get business is just to to answer your phone and it's someone that wants to see a house you can get in front of them, and the statistic is like ninety percent of people work with the first realtor they meet in person. So, you can play on that statistic. You're gonna you're gonna fuel your business very quickly. Sure, sure.
0: So I, I don't really know the Zillow World and Realtor.com and all those sources. So is that how all of these sources are now these days, or do some people get different types of Zillow leads? Are the other sources the same as Zillow?
1: Yeah. So, so I, th- I think, to be honest with you, I haven't, we have not partnered with realtor.com in a while, uh, in the past with realtor.com, it would come in as a text message. And what we found, it was also going out to other teams too. So like the same person was getting calls from multiple agents on multiple teams. Whereas with Zillow, so so the way Zillow works now, it's um, it's called Zillow Flex here in Denver. Um, it's not Zillow Flex in every market, but that's where it is in Denver. Like we have a Springs team, and um, our Springs team is the old Zillow system, where it's more of a pay-to-play model, where you buy a percentage of voice in the zip code. So if you have 80% of the zip code and 10 leads come in, uh, through Zillow, you're going to get eight of those leads. Cause you have 80% of that zip code. Mm-hmm. And then you have kind of like a cost per lead basis where it's, you know, $500 a lead, something like that, uh, in Denver, before they switched to Zillow flex, uh, we were paying like $2,500 a lead. So it got real expensive and and what zillow did they they had over 400 accounts here and they chopped it down to 18 accounts now so we're one of the 18 accounts uh we get about 300 leads a month whereas at the end of kind of the pay-to-play system which was about a year ago uh, we were getting about 80 leads so it's, it's a lot different now than it was, but the big difference is now you pay for the lead at closing. Um, and the way the lead comes in, it's a phone call. So it's either, uh, someone on the line who, who inquired about the property or it's someone with Zillow that has the buyer on the phone and they're going to do a a hot handoff, um, with with that person. Right. And I think 83% of the time uh, they're scheduling a showing. So you're getting a face-to-face appointment. Um, and, and that's, that's really the big difference from any other lead source uh, is that you're getting a person on the phone already. They're already on the phone when they're coming in, uh, in the average time that someone looks on Zillow before they actually get on the phone with you is two years. So Zillow has actually been nurtured. Wow. So Zillow nurtures this person for two years before you're getting in contact with them. Obviously there's people that move faster than that, but that's the average amount of time. Uh, um, so by then that person is is far enough down the pipeline that they think they're ready to see a house, right? It's not someone that's like, you know, they saw their neighbor listed, so they inquired about, you know, what's their home value or something like that, or can I buy a home? It's someone who's who's been actively looking, and most of the time, they're ready to take that next step forward in the home buying process. Um, so the, so back to your question, the big difference is, I think, um, you're getting the hot handoff and then... that person is then assigned to you through Zillow for the next six months. Mm -hmm. So for six months on Zillow, they only see your contact information. So if I claim a Zillow lead now, when Zillow is looking, or now when the client is looking on Zillow, they're only seeing my contact info. And if they click for more information, that's going to come directly to me.
0: Okay. Okay. And I think, So what do you say to people on that first phone call when they're transferred over?
1: Yeah. So we have a script, right? Um, And I think it's just kind of like that, that sales 101, you know, I'm always thinking about is like, you know, you want to build rapport, provide value and ask for the sale. Right. So um, my first call is like, hey, hey, John, this is Bo Zillow and Nav Real Estate. How are you today? see how they're doing, you know? Um, and then, hey, so it looks like you're inquiring about this property. When works best for you to go check it out. And another cool thing about Zillow now too is they have actually requested a time to go see the house. So you know, like, hey, does five o'clock tomorrow still work to go see, you know, this address? And um, they say, yes. You say, all right, perfect. I'm going to set that showing up right now. Is so, that all right, if I shoot you a text, once we're off the phone, to let you know we're good to go. Um, they say, yes, awesome. Did you have any other questions about the home? Most of the time, they say no, uh, and then you say, "Awesome, I'll see you at the, see you at the house tomorrow." You get off the phone, schedule the showing, shoot them the text, and then you're able to go meet that person in person and and give them your whole full buyer's presentation. Um, it's it's interesting how you know Zillow has really helped in this aspect, providing a ton of data because they've got a million phone calls with agents and leads to kind of go off of. And, and the data shows that like the quicker you can get off the phone, the higher likelihood you're going to meet that person at the showing. Right. Um, when I first, when I first started doing it, um, our goal was to get to nine minutes on, on every phone call. Uh, and and I know there is a statistic that if you can get to nine minutes, you now have a higher likelihood of, of working with this person. Um, But I think one thing that Zillow kind of found out is with with those leads, um, their intention. You know, maybe it's more of like that Uber culture where it's like, I've got my phone up, I want to call a ride, I want it to be here in five minutes type thing. and that's kind of how it is with Zillow. They they inquire about a property. They they come into you. Um, they want one thing. They want a showing on that property, right? So you're able to provide that value, and that's asking for the sale at the same time. Um, and and I think the longer you spend on the phone with them, the more opportunities you have to, for them to um, maybe change their mind, or for you to put their foot in, put your foot in their mouth, or sometimes. Uh, put your foot in your own mouth. And and sometimes maybe they're looking for, you know, something other than the showing, they were looking to talk to the listing agent. They, maybe they, they, they've already been speaking with an agent and, um, and, you know, we have ways to get past all those things in the conversation. Um, but it just adds those levels of difficulty. Whereas if you schedule the show and get off the phone, well, now you get to go meet that person in person. And, and I think there's something to be said about, um, building rapport, providing value, asking for the sale in person versus doing it over the phone, right? If I'm on the phone with someone, I'm just a name that Zillow sent out to them. Whereas if I meet them, right, I'm in the, I'm in the property, I'm asking the right questions, I've given them my, you know, my spill, my buyer's presentation. Um, It really sets me apart to put a, put a face with a name. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing about Zillow Leads in particular is like, it gets you in front of that person as fast as possible.
0: That's a great point. So tell me more about your, um, your buyers presentation. What do you do once you meet the person and how do you then convince them to keep working with you?
1: For sure. And, and the way I always look at it is, uh, if I meet that person a second time, then now I'm working with that person. So my goal always, when I'm meeting with someone for a coffee or for a showing or whatever it is, is to solidify second meeting and then make sure that we both make it to that next meeting, right? So a lot of times, if, if, if it's a Zillow lead, it, they came in, they want to see a property. Between the time that I talk to them on the phone and the time I get to them in person, um, I may, I might. Do more research on other properties that might work for them. Like, hey, there's a house a mile away or or in the same neighborhood that's on the market, same price range, same size. I might go ahead and schedule that showing for right afterwards. And then when I get there, I say, hey, um, you know, I saw this house down the streets on the market. Would you want to go check it out too? Or I'll text in that beforehand, right? Um, and that and I don't really count that as like a second meeting, but now I'm I'm providing more value, right? but during the showing, uh, I kind of started off the same way every time. Hey, how long have you been looking for? Cool. Are you looking for just yourself or for you and your family? And maybe it is husband and wife there. Hey, do you have kids? Do you have pets? Um, finding out, do they need a yard? Right. Are they, are they planning for kids in the future? Is it a, you know, a single guy that, you know, eventually, um, you know, maybe he, he doesn't want to stay in the property very long. He wants to have it for a couple of years and then move on to a bigger house once, you know, maybe he is. He wants to start a family at some point, whatever it is, but really figuring out their why. Why are they here? Why are they here for the showing? Um, and then working backwards, right? Like you find out their goal. And so how do I get them to their goal uh, as efficiently as, as possible? Um you know, figuring out their timeline, I think is, is a huge one too. Um, but, you know, a lot of times it's like, hey, you know, we have a lease up in two months, we want to buy a house. And, and then, then I can kind of hit the ground running. Okay, here's the timeline. So we need to, you know, your house, y- your lease is up in two months, we probably need to get you pre-approved right away. We need to see more houses. Um, and then um, I'm looking for two things, right? I'm looking for either um, getting them in another showing or getting them into my office or to Starbucks or wherever, uh, for that second appointment to where I can give them, you know, that formal buyer's presentation, you know, maybe, maybe I'll call on you and I like, Hey, uh, you know, we need to get your pre-approved. How about we set up a meeting with RJ and, uh, go into his office. He walks you through the pre-approval process and, um, I'll, I'll talk you through the full buyer's process as well. Um, and sometimes I, I never do that. Sometimes it's, we never sit down and formally do that. It's me giving that kind of presentation over showings, um, or over the phone or something like that. But, but yeah, so I, I'm looking for a second appointment to kind of solidify that relationship.
0: Okay. That's a great point. I mean, if you, once you get that second appointment, the likelihood of them continuing to work with you goes way up. Yeah. So I love that. So how do you track all these people? Do you have a database that you use? Is it directly through Zillow? How do you, I mean, especially when you were talking about calling hundreds of people every week, that had to be a lot to keep track of.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we use Boomtown. Uh, it's just a, a CRM. I think Boomtown and like Follow-Up Boss are the two biggest ones uh, in, in like the, the realtor kind of atmosphere. Um, we, we've tried a bunch, honestly, but Boomtown, they have an internal ISA. Um, which is an, an inside sales agent so um, it's really nice to have everything all in one place um especially for my sphere uh for Zillow leads too everything gets integrated in there um one thing that's different about Zillow nowadays that I didn't mention is is we no longer you know, have a monthly budget. So we were spending $200,000 a month, uh, at, at the end of our kind of wow. Zillow spend. Um, and that was, so we have 55 agents or, well, I guess we're, we're a little bit over 60 agents now, but at the time we were, we were right around 55 agents, um, and probably 35 were claiming Zillow leads. So that that got expensive, right? Um, and, and what Zillow did, they changed the model to where now leads are free, but we're, we're performance managed, right? So uh, we need to close at a certain percentage in order to get a certain amount of leads, right? And we want to get... All the leads, right? We want to get as many leads as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know everyone when they sit down for their first interview with us, they want to be a top-producing agent. They want to do a ton of deals, a ton of business. Um, so, in order to give everyone the same amount of opportunity, we need to make sure that we're always having leads. Which means that we're performance managing our team, and Zillow is performance managing us, right? So, one thing that we did when we first flip switched over is, you know, we were letting everyone run, run their own business. You know, we still do that. Um, but we weren't really micromanaging at all. Um, and not that we micromanage now, but if you're not closing at a certain percentage, um, we, we can't let you be on leads because, that's going to affect the entire team, right? Uh, so one thing that we did, we kind of dove into everyone's backend, right? To see how their follow-up was, are they doing the right things? Um, and I think what that really did, that kind of changed us as a team. And this was about a year ago uh, and really changed our the way our agents were running their business for the better um, because now they knew that we were going to be looking at and making sure that they were doing their right follow-up mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like Boomtown, our CRM w- was kind of huge because we can look and see those things. We have the drips, have the follow-up. Um, it makes things really easy too, to follow up and to manage all those people in your system. Um, but uh, it was interesting at first, uh, you know, and, and I'll be the f- I'll be the first one to admit, my Boomtown didn't look very good. Uh, and, and I had to go in and like really kind of, step back and say, okay, I've, I've got to start using this to, um, to its full extent. Right. And it's a, it's, it's a CRM that was created specifically for real estate agents by basically scientists, right? Like, like how can we make the best system possible? Um, so, so, so now as a team, we're all using it very well. And our closing percentage is like went through the roof with with Zillowies in particular. Um, I think we're at like twelve percent right now, and that's higher than than you know any team that I've been on since I've started doing real estate has has been at. Um and and I would contribute a lot of that to Boomtown, a lot of that to Zillow system as well. Um they do require us to, you know, update the leads category, where they're at in the process, that sort of thing. Um pretty soon Zillow is integrating with Boomtown. So it'll all be kind we can do everything through Boomtown and it'll automatically update Zillow. Uh that's supposed to happen like literally any week. Um, but yeah, so that, that's a big reason why we chose chose Boomtown to be our CRM. Um, and, and, and I've enjoyed it, for sure.
0: Nice. So, so that accountability piece was a huge reason why um, your agents were able to do better with the leads?
1: Yeah, I think so. Right.
0: So um, do you have a specific process with NAV Real Estate that you help coach agents on how to take the leads through and you know, from when they get the lead all the way through closing.
1: Yeah, so another thing that we kind of rolled out recently is we saw – you know, we were bringing people on the team and we have mentors on the team. Um, I was a mentor for a while. So when someone would come on, um, I had like a three or four week training program that I would put them through. And then uh, for the first like two years, anytime they had, you know, a negotiation coming up, they wrote a contract. I was there for them, right? They call me, had me review their contracts, whatever it was. Um, but we found that, you know, we had maybe five, five guys on the team, five of our like leadership team doing the mentorship. That we were all kind of mentoring in different ways so when whenever we did take a step back to look at how everyone was kind of running their business uh everyone's business was a little bit different right um so we said okay so we need to kind of figure out what's the best way to run your business at our brokerage right and i think we have a pretty unique model or i know we have a unique model um and and i think our model is unique from pretty much everyone in the industry in the United States, right? We profit share, we have the Zillow relationship. Uh, and the third thing that we've, we've come to really perfect is our coaching program. Um, so we sat down over the last year and really developed a coaching program. Uh, one of our leaders on the team so that we didn't touch on earlier, but a lot of our company came from 24 hour fitness, um, cause that was our, our friend group, but also, you know, if you can sell fitness, you can sell real estate and the, the things that translate over is it's pretty crazy how much translates from fitness to from selling fitness to selling real estate because um, you're building a relationship with that person um, and you're selling like the, the trust, right? Um, and I think a lot of people that are good at at selling fitness, you know, um, like, like helping someone get to their goals in fitness, I think builds a lot of character because you see someone really struggle and then you get to see them. Mm get to the finish line, uh, and literally change their lives, right? Like, like if someone's successful and hitting their fitness goals, a lot of time, like their life is different from then on. And I think in real estate, it's kind of the same way, you know, someone's making the largest purchase of their life. Um, and they're setting themselves up financially, you know, in the future to have this asset that's, that's going to change their life forever, in my opinion. Um, so, so, um, a guy on a team, his name is Luis. He was a club manager at 24 and we've had people, you know, fitness managers, trainers, uh, regional managers, you know, like some of this, the, the, the highest up you can go for 24 hour fitness have like worked, worked with us or worked for us. Um, but Luis was, it was a club manager. So he has all these skills of, of not only managing people, but like building things, right. Building teams and things like that. So he kind of took over our mentorship and and coaching uh, process. So we all got together, put our heads together for, you know, literally like six months and built out this coaching program, uh, that now we're, you know, when a new agent comes on the team or an agent on the team that, um, maybe isn't happy with their business, they're not hitting their goals can jump into. And now they have this solidified program that, um, really is helping everyone get to their goals uh, and no matter if you've been an agent for a few years or an agent for a few days you can plug yourself into the system And have some success. Um, and and it's built out to help agents build a referral business, uh, maintain a referral business, as well as start in the Zillow business. Um, and, and I think that's a huge part of our brokerage is our, our Zillow partnership and being able to turn yourself on leads and, and, and hit the ground running, um, especially for new agents. Um, so, so that's something that I think is really, um, that really sets us apart now and is really going to set us apart moving forward. Uh, when we started the brokerage, we sat down and we were like, okay, so how do we, and like the, the, the kind of saying that always keeps, keeps, uh, coming back is like, how do we make the best place for an agent to be an agent, right? Not the best place for an owner to be an owner, right? There's no advantage for us to be owners of the brokerage, right? We don't make anything different. We don't make anything special because of that, um, because we profit share. So, so, you know, building out this coaching program, um, I think it has really added another layer of, of why we're different from, from everyone else. Um, obviously other, other brokerages have coaching and mentorship programs. Um, but I think, you know, when you add all that together with the other things that we offer, um, it really sets us apart.
0: Yeah. I mean, the things I see you guys doing, it, it all sets you apart really, in my opinion. I mean, some of the Innovative ways that you're making things systematized, so people can have success. And the way that you handle the lead system that you do and the coaching—it's just—it's just really good stuff. I, I'm impressed by um, the, the level of detail that you've gone into to make sure people can be successful. And you guys have grown really fast because of it, right? You're, uh, yeah, how many Did- right now do you got?
1: Uh, I think we're like 63, but I got a text today from, okay. so, from someone else that that's coming on the team. Um, but yeah, we, we want to grow. Uh, that's, that's kind of, we sat down, you know, after our, our kind of five year mark and okay, what are our goals for the next five years? Uh, so we plan to grow here. We want to expand to different markets in Colorado and then expand to, to different markets, you know, throughout, throughout the U S um, so that's something that I've kind of taken over is is growth of the brokerage um so I'm building out systems and, and also i'm re, you know kind of looking back to of like hey you know are do we have the ability to grow like like we wanna grow can we bring on people um you know at, at higher rates you know what's our capacity um and it's been interesting to think about. Uh, It's, it's, it's been its own job for me, you know, for the last few months. Um, I'm also running my real estate business. I, you know, I have five people Mm -hmm. under contract right now and I'm trying to do everything at once and uh, it's tough, but um, it's, it's important. Right. And uh, you know, nothing got built without making a couple of sacrifices is the way I've been looking at it. And so, you know, sacrificing some time now, but that's okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get that back, you know, in the future.
0: You got to put in that sacrifice to have success.
1: Yep. For sure.
0: So, uh, so you said you you guys want to take this to other parts of the state, uh maybe nationwide. What, what's your, what are your plans over, let's say the next year? You,
1: yeah. Plan? Yeah. So I think, um, so I'm almost done kind of building out our, like, I I don't really want to call it recruiting because, like, in real estate, you like people aren't really like ages aren't really like working for you, they're like working with you, Mm -hmm. is kind of how we've always looked at it. And, and you know, everyone here is is kind of an owner, right? Because we profit share. Um, yes, we have like ownership of, of the brokerage, um, but you know, like we, we want to partner with people or we want to merge with people. Right. You know, maybe it's a team that wants to be part of our profit share. And that's something I, I haven't touched on yet. Um, which I think is the major thing that that sets us apart, but you know, maybe it's a, it's a broker with a team of, of 10 agents. They want to grow, they want to be a part of something bigger or they're, you know, it's hard to pay the bills with their splits or whatever it is. Um, you know, we we wanna we we wanna have a growth mindset because I truly think that when when other agents and people find out about our model, uh, it's it's kind of a no brainer, uh, especially if you want to be a top producing agent, um, and, and that's our profit share, right? So I'll I'll touch on that a little bit. Yeah, tell but me,
0: Tell me about the model. I'm curious about
1: that. Cool. So so when we first started, we. Uh, we came from a system that that profitized agents, right? So a lot of times at brokerages, you know, you have the owner, you have the employee broker, there's a 70-30 split or whatever it is, and you get 70% of closing, and then that 30% goes, you know, to whoever owns the brokerage, right? And maybe you're getting a lot of value for that 30%, maybe you're not, right? But what we wanted to do was say, okay, we're not gonna profitize anyone, right? Every dime that we make after or that gets paid to the brokerage after we pay our bills goes back to our agents. And, and you know, it was a little difficult to figure out how to do that, right? So we, we have a profit share, like whole spreadsheet that um, basically it, you have to qualify for it, right? We didn't want, you know, it to be just be, you know, you could just hang your license here and just make profits. So So you have to do at least three deals a quarter or contribute $5,000 to profit share. So we do an 80-20 split. So the 20% of your commission goes into the bank account, right? And say you do a, uh, you know, say your commission's 10 grand. So you're going to get $8,000, $2,000 is going to go into the profit share, right? Um, so you need... 5,000 at least in or three transactions in a quarter. Um, And then it's based on productivity for the most part. There's a couple elements of recruiting and then lifetime productivity, but we wanted to incentivize agents to be top producers, right? So the people that put in the most money get the most money back. Um, And really from day one as an agent, the way our our numbers work now, we, we have some models that we can just plug you in. You've never done a deal before. Say you do three deals in a quarter at Denver's average home price you're gonna make ninety percent of your commission so you're going to get about 10% back of that of that full hundred percent commission that you you could have gotten right um, so so after we pay our bills after we pay out everyone else uh, that's been here that's recruited people that's doing you know ten bills a quarter or whatever you um, you're gonna make right at about ninety percent. So um, for the agents that are that are t- that are really top producers that are doing ten deals a quarter, things like that, they're making over a hundred percent commission, right? There, you know, you've got your ten thousand dollar check, but by the end of the quarter, when you average it out, you made. Three twelve thousand dollar checks or something like that, right? Um, so so over time, uh, you know, our profit share has really grown. We paid out over one point five million dollars to our agents last year. Um, so sixty agents, you know, splitting one point five million dollars in bonus checks. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty
0: good.
1: Yeah, yep. Uh, and, and that's what we're most excited about, right? Like, we're not we're not if, if you hang your license here, we're not making money off of you. Right. We pay our bills. We we give you this awesome. I, I wish you could see the view. I'm looking I'm looking at downtown right now through my window. We have this awesome office. Um, you know, we do. Co- we had a company event last night. We went to Happy Camper, had the whole team there, open bar, you know, food. And and we do that once a month. Right. We we have. An awesome culture here uh we're going on a top producer trip next month so all the top producers so everyone that contributed uh 30 points or thirty thousand dollars in their 20 percent uh last year so um so 15 agents qualified for this uh so we're taking 15 agents and their plus ones to grand cayman for four nights um last year we went to cabo for for three nights so um it's all all inclusive flights, everything paid for. Um, we're doing that the first week of June. So we're able to, um, to do some pretty cool stuff, uh, with, with our team. Um, and, and I think everyone is, is super excited to, to be here because I know, I know I am like, I, I, I like, why would I go anywhere else? You know, I'm, I'm never going to be able to, you know, like, I, th- I think the the, like we, we always talk about why people get into real estate and, um, a lot of it, a lot of time it's, it's for the money, right? Um, you can make a lot of money doing this job. Um, a lot of people get into it for the time. You can free up a lot of your time, um, it, it, the more efficient you are. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the third thing that we look for is like, like helping people, right? If, if those are, are, are the three things you're looking for, um, the systems that we've kind of, kind of set up here allow you to do those things um and and if it's the money piece the sky's the limit really we we're giving everyone the same amount of opportunity with our zillow leads you can come in you can claim a ton of leads and get a ton of business very quickly um and then if you're running a referral business you're able to fuel that business you know year-round with those leads and um and, and and, I think that adds to that, like that time aspect of like, you know, it takes up a lot of time to run a referral business, in my opinion. Um, and and I could, you know, spend all day writing letters and, and doing those things um, to past clients. Or I could go snowboarding and go on Zillow leads. And when my phone rings, I answer the phone and schedule a showing for five o'clock and drive down the mountain and meet them,
0: which you do plenty of.
1: Yep, I yeah. You, you're <laughs> down
0: for that strategy.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i definitely enjoy going up to the mountains and spend a lot of time up there in the in the winter um it's the the chairlift you know follow-up it's uh you know you get a you get a run in then you get a 10-minute chairlift ride to to um, respond to some emails make some calls and uh i i i've been able to and not just me a lot of people on the team you know we go up there together right and it's hey uh i gotta make a call real quick you know and everyone they're like almost. okay me too me too right and uh yeah. We're getting work done and having fun at the same time. That's really cool.
0: I just got one more question for you. Where do I sign up? Like, I want to be a real estate agent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll talk after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah so
0: awesome. I mean, I, I mean, I can see how you've been so successful. You're so easy to talk to. And Nav seems like a, an incredible company and a great system. If people are listening and they want to talk to you about potentially joining Nav, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, um, I would, I would. You can go to our website, right? You can email me, Bo Pollard at navcolorado.com. Um, shoot me a text. If, if you Google my name, there's all my contact info all over the internet, I'm sure. Uh, I think every scammer in, in the world has my number now. They call me 10 times a day. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty easy to find. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, we. I mean, you know, it, the, the interesting thing is we talk to a lot of people, right, about joining, about where they're at in their career, that sort of thing. Um, not everyone comes on, you know, um and, sure. and a lot of times we'll, we're honest right like hey you know maybe you're looking for for something else um but i think a lot of people benefit from coming in and sitting down and talking with us learning about what we offer um, uh, you know going to interview other places right um that, that that's our first recommendation it's like hey you're sitting out with us go interview other people right make sure that it's going to be the best fit and almost every time they come back and they say okay you guys sound a lot better um but we're going to encourage you to you know make sure that it's it's the right fit for you
0: awesome awesome well thanks for taking the time to be with us both this has been awesome
1: yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. I never really pictured myself as someone uh, that's that's on podcast uh, or something like that. I kind of feel like I kind of black out when I'm when I'm talking, but hopefully there was some good good information in there about how I run my business and what we do here at NAF. Yeah,
0: great. Well, um, thanks again, and hopefully see you on the slopes one of these days.
1: Absolutely, cool. Thanks so much.